This is Revisiting Haven. Hey, Havenites. This is Amy J. And with me as always... Hi there. This is Amy S. The other Amy. Hey, guys. So thankful to have you here listening to our podcast. Um, wanted to thank you so much for tuning in. And if you've tuned in before or you'll plan on continuing, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amy and I appreciate it so much. Yes, absolutely. Thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to us and uh, all our fellow Havenites. We love to talk about Haven. So thanks to everybody who listens to us. And today we're going to talk about episode 522. 21, uh, 521, 521, close, to, close home. to home. But uh, of course, before we do that, we got to check in with Amy and see if there's any Haven news. Just a smidge. Uh, Haven Origins posted a new episode uh, a week or so ago, so we'll include the link for that. And uh, there was a YouTube video uh, with uh, Seth Meyers, late night with Seth Meyers, talking about Haven, which was pretty funny. And we'll post that in case anyone's missed it. It's hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I mean, um, totally wrong, but hilarious. Yeah, and like, it's fun. Like Amy had, I were talking offline, Amy said it's fun to see Haven kind of make the big time, if you will, so to speak, you know, to get on a, a, a network like that, mm-hmm. um, to get some press on a network like that or some talk, some people talking about the show. And that's about it for news. We do know, uh, just another reminder again, that the last two episodes of Haven are called Now and Forever, numbers 525 and 20, 526 will air back to back on December 17th. Uh, expecting that to air from 10 p.m. to midnight. Sci-Fi hasn't confirmed it, but that's what we're anticipating. And just uh, all of our cast is working on some projects that we've already included in our previous show notes. Um, so nothing new as of as of this recording, Amy. And nothing wrong with that because that means we're just going to jump right into talking about Close to Home. Yes. And Close to Home was written by uh, a first-time Haven writer. Yes, Joshua Brandon. Who was script coordinator, I believe, story coordinator uh, this season and last season. Um, Really nice guy. If you weren't on Twitter, he was answering questions. So do go back through his timeline and check that out. Yes, he's at the Josh Brandon. Definitely answered some great questions. Brian did as well. Right. And I I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Amy. I'm sorry. Um, Josh is now on Scorpion, right? I think so. Yes. Wait. Isn't Adam on Scorpion? Maybe they're both on Scorpion. I don't know. Either way, check him out. They're doing great things. Um, And he wrote a wonderful episode. Yeah. It kind of, it was light, lighthearted, yet there were, there were some important things happening in this episode. Let's, let's yeah, be- some heavy moments in this episode emotionally and um, lots of suspense and um, lots of heavy emotion, like with Duke and Audrey and everything that was happening with Dave and, you know. Even between uh, Nathan and William in the void. Yeah, so let's talk about first the heaviest of stuff, uh, Dave, Vince, and Dwight. Oh my gosh, poor Dave. It seems to me he's not really our Dave anymore. He's almost 100% controlled by Croatoan, right? I mean, the other thing is I, I, that breaks my heart is he's so broken by this. He's doing these things he doesn't want to do. He has no control over it. He doesn't remember doing it. Um, just the aftermath. Right, and, and, and Croatoan's been using him to, for all of his dirty work, all of these deaths. And th- this, these have all been Croatoan controlling Dave, not just the Colorado kid, not just Charlotte, but everything else we've seen. And when Dave is having all these memories, it's because he was the one committing the crime, if you will. Um, so all these flashbacks and nightmares and dreams that he's having and these memories, they're moments that he's actually lived yeah, so and the, you see the fact that, you know, 
you can't talk to Dave about what you're about to do because Croatoan knows about it at the same time. Right. So that, and we saw that that's what happened here. That backfired, uh, particularly in this episode when they went to, to Boyd to help uh, split Dave from Croatoan and that plan backfired because Croatoan knew that's what they were doing. Which is probably, um, you remember a few episodes ago, uh, Gloria, Vince, and Dave were talking, and when they did the brain scan, that mm -hmm. they, they had just recently had their minds wiped. Yes, yeah. And probably because Croatoan came out and did it. So what happened? So was Croatoan just in Dave this whole time since uh, opening of the door? Right. Um, like, is he in Dave at this moment? You know, right. and he, listening in not, on everything. Right. And we know Croton's not in human form right now. Amy, you and I had touched on that in a previous podcast. Um, and it's also come up in our Haven episodes as well. Um, so is he going to, is Croton going to get enough Aether out of Dave now that Croton's going to appear in human form? Um, I do, and you know what? Vince said something very foreshadowing, if you ask me, Amy, in this episode, when Vince says that he will be the one to kill Dave if necessary. Yeah. OMG. Very heartbreaking because um, Vince, Vince had said, you know, Dave and him have been guard, have been protecting yes. this town. Yes, absolutely. The Guardians of Haven, their whole lives. Yeah. Their whole lives. And, you know, for them to, to suddenly be faced with the fact that, hey, I might have to kill my own brother. And let's not make no mistake. Despite the fact that Dave is adopted, they are brothers thick and thin, through and through. Vince would lay down his life for him and vice versa. Absolutely. Without a doubt. You know, despite the fact that both have tried to shoot each other, uh, yes. <laughs> regardless of that, uh, you know, they're working hard. So, but, but we don't know, uh, but, but Vince, um, has this final plan. Vince wants to get Croatone out of Dave, right? Mm -hmm. Um, at the end after, so Dave has killed Boyd and now Vince comes up with this new plan to Dwight and says, we're going to hypnotize Dave and, uh, we're going to bring in the Iron Maiden. We're going to get you know, Dave to control Croatoan instead of vice versa. So Vince still has this confidence that he can kill Croatoan, but we just saw it when Vince went back to 1983, he couldn't save Dave from Croatoan then. Um, but Vince has a different plan and I guess a different angle and he's confident he can save Dave from Croatoan. But I, Amy, I don't know. I don't, I'm not too hopeful about it. I don't have high hopes for Dave in his future. I fear that the worst is going to happen to him. Well, you know, as someone who has siblings, um, personally, I, it, it is difficult to see your sibling go through something different, something the way Dave is. And mm -hmm. so if I was Vince, I too would be trying every last measure and probably be in denial of the fact that, hey, there is no solution. Right. But again, I just have to go back to that line that Vince saying that if someone needs to kill Dave, it will be me. Oh my gosh. I think that, that was the heaviest part of the episode for me. Well, you know, um, because of, of what Dwight was saying, and Dwight was there to kind of talk to Vince about, hey, we're kind of at this point, guy. We're kind of yeah. at this point. And yeah. Vince was like, listen, we're not at that point. Well, of course. Of course, he doesn't want to give into it just yet. But I think our next episode is going to tell us a lot. And, and uh, like I said, I'm very fearful for Dave. Well, who wouldn't be? <laughs> I mean, he, the poor guy has gone through the ringer. And you can see it in these last few episodes in particular, especially with him being chained up, locked up, um, uh -huh. breaking chains and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, the, the it's guard, taking a toll. 
Yeah, the guard uh, keeping an eye on Dave and having him held, quote, prisoner, if you will, and, and chaining him and locking him up has still not protected him from Croatoan or saved others from Croatoan. So things are uh, typical haven. Things just get more and more desperate. Well, you know, it, it goes to that scene where they were playing poker and um, or fish or whatever game, card game they were playing. And Dave was like, so is the guard going to kill me? And Vince's immediate reaction is like, what? No. <laughs> But it's no. interesting, Vince, as former leader of the Guard, didn't really know what the Guard's plans were for Dave. Um, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't think he has uh, the ear as much as he used to. He may still have some, but, you know, yeah. given the givens, um, he's not as confident, which is why he's trying to save his life. Oh, absolutely. He wants to save his life. So let, let's all wish the best for Dave. Although we're not expecting the best for him, but let's... I, uh, I'm hoping you know. the Iron Maiden can do something. Let's see what happens. Exactly. Let's see what the Iron Maiden can do next episode. But before okay. that, we have to find out what happened with our trio, who I am so psyched to see return reunited, if not fractured. Yes. Uh, thank you, Vince. Excuse me, Vince. Thank you, Duke, for returning to Haven, for um, answering Nathan's letter. And Nathan had all the confidence in the world that Duke would be showing up and would bring a Colton with him. Uh, Nathan had full faith in Duke. Uh, Nathan was so happy to see him. I'm happy he's back. And um, Audrey's not so happy, but thank you, uh, Duke. It's so nice to see you back in Haven. Yeah, and we'll talk about Audrey's reaction versus Nathan's reaction in a minute. But um, fans of Nathan and Audrey, I I know Amy was excited, um, (laughs) got more than 30 seconds of, you know, a relationship and domesticity between the two, which was cute. And we know in last episode, Nathan had just returned from 1983, so uh, I think this was kind of the morning after, right? Um, And that was a beautiful scene, so fun to see them kind of normal, but then to see Audrey express her fears to Nathan, and Nathan's kind of like, I've got to go into the void no matter what. Audrey doesn't want to lose him. Um, I kind of wondered if a twinge of the reason Audrey was upset Duke Duke was back was because now she knows for sure Nathan's going into the void, but Audrey knew Nathan was going to go into the void regardless. Well, I'm sure a part of it played in the fact that Duke's presence meant that he would have to do it and that she couldn't follow. I'm sure that played a part. But I right. think, um, one, thank you, Josh, for making those scenes for all the fans who have been waiting for right. a little bit more than what we've been getting le- recently. Yes. Um, but yeah, we understand you guys are trying to do a lot in these last few episodes. But, you know, very cute scenes. Very. I've never seen Nathan so relaxed. Yeah. So relaxed. Cute to see this, this the post-it notes that, oh, reminding him of, uh, you know, to take care of himself. And uh, Audrey's notes on the stove. So adorable. This Do we hot. know that they were Audrey? I assumed. I, I, I'm very comfortable assuming Audrey wrote those. <laughs> well, the fact that there were post-it notes for, for him. And, you know, just the fact that, hey, they were cleaning up after each other, taking care of each other. And it was great. It was great. Yeah. Um, it was, but it was, it was a fun scene. You and know, we were in Nathan's house, Amy. Oh, I forgot. We were in Nathan's house. So it's right. Steve's house. I love that Nathan's has uh, the old-fashioned uh, vinyl records and a record player. Love you for that, Nathan. Love you. You know, all these years later, um, all, all, all Haven fans wanted was uh, to see Nathan's house and where he lives. And we got that. And yeah. so uh, I think, I don't know if we'll see it again, but hey, it was great to have a, more of a glimpse than just that one scene we had in... Um, what was it, Amy? You know. Yes. Um, uh, the, the dream one. Um, uh, lay, lay Me Down. Season four? Yes. Season four, we had a, a shot of his couch. 
if you recall. But so now you got a little bit more of a scene. And it was great. It was good seeing these two are always uh, pulled apart to save Haven, as Audrey said. And, you know, but they do come back together. And so, you know, she'll keep telling him. Yeah, they're very firmly united. They're on the same page. They have their love. They have each other. They've kind of been this way for quite some time now in season 5B, and it's wonderful to see. It's great. And so, you know, Nathan goes into the void, and he meets, which unfortunately wasn't a surprise if you saw the previews, uh, William. Right. You know, and and the writers were a little disappointed that the, you know, his um, appearance was given away in the promo. Yeah, that was a bit of a spoiler. That that was a bit of a spoiler that sci-fi should have done a little bit better job uh, hiding. But, you know, it is what it is. I actually am glad to see Colin Firth because his humor was missed. Uh Well, William is so smug and arrogant. And the way Colin plays him and the the way he delivers his lines, uh, it was pretty funny. I hated to see it at Nathan's expense because Nathan was on such a dire mission to you know, defeat Croatoan and save Haven and get the crystal, you know, getting the crystal so that we could solve the troubles and defeat Croatoan and save Haven. I mean, you have um, to give it to Nathan for not popping off uh, um, Na- William because, William. Yeah. I mean, you know, he yeah. could be kind of frustrating sometimes, but I yeah. I thought his, his desire to play the game, do you want to play a game? What? You never pass the time on a long road trip? Yeah. <laughs> I got well, it. Time, I'll name well, three characteristics. You name the trouble. <laughs> That seems like it'd be a fun game, though, to be honest. Yeah, and it's also interesting to see that William and Nathan have to be working together. Uh, You know, Nathan needs William to get him out of the hole and to show him the side of the barn, and William needs Nathan to show him the thinny. Okay, Um, let's talk about it real quick. William doesn't have Mara, right? Correct. He's stuck in this void, living somehow without machinery and stuff, because we did learn... Nothing works in the void if it's if it's mechanical, basically. And humans don't survive long, so Nathan's at risk. And Nathan knew this before entering the void. And also, Duke had warned him what happens, what was the future of Haven if Nathan doesn't come out of the void. Um, right. So, so these are these are things we we've learned or know about the the void. And William still wants to get Mara back. Yeah. Yeah, that's some that's some serious love right there. That's a, like a single-minded mission. I got to say, I'm, I'm kind of impressed by William's devotion to Mara because Mara wasn't that devoted to him. No, I think that Mara, I think that William was Mara's puppet. And I think Mara manipulated William. She, we know how she manipulated Duke. She was a master manipulator. And I really tend to think that William was just her puppet. But to your point, Amy, he still shows such devotion to her. Right. <laughs> Whereas Mara was like, hey, Duke. You're mine now. All right, let's go. You know, or, or the fact that she was trying to seduce Nathan. And, uh-huh. you know, yes, she wanted William back, but I don't believe it was because of love. I was because she wanted to know where he put the aether. Yeah, she had the ulterior motive there. Yeah. yeah so interesting to see that he was so passionate about uh-huh. him. And then we learned that there was a template. Ooh, right. The other, the Audrey that showed up, she was like the protector of the barn. She was like the guard system for the barn. Yeah. And, uh, you know, clearly William without thought gives the wrong answer. And Nathan, I, we've talked about this before. Nathan has really grown uh-huh. as a protector of Haven and has really um, come a long way in his, you know, growth as a character. Right. That he knew the answer just like that. Well, because he knows Audrey so well. And also he did have some um, learnings from Charlotte that I don't think William was privy to. Um but, you know, Nathan, as we know, he's our top-notch 
highly intelligent detective. He's on the case. He hasn't missed a thing lately. And yeah, he was on it like you would not believe. Well, you see, you see, it's interesting because you say that, um, I think it's the fact that William, you know, given his one sided nature, doesn't see any other way. If it affected Mara and he only saw it as a punishment, you know, uh, because of how he was. But with Nathan, um, I don't think it was because of how just Audrey, I think with his time with Charlotte, with his time with the barn, all his exposure to everything, as well yes. as Audrey's multiple personas. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Cause he's the one, one character that has had interaction with pretty much the most uh, number of Audrey personas. He sees the commonality. He sees Audrey Parker and he's seen all of them. He could have said Sarah, he could have said Lucy, um, he, but he knows right. that, you know, the one that brought them all together was Audrey, which was really cool to see. Yeah, very nice to see. Um, but I, yeah, so that scene was pretty interesting. Now, I wanted to, about this version of Audrey or the, the barn security guard that she played, um, I thought it was interesting. So she is there to protect the crystal and make sure the proper person gets the crystal. And Nathan answers the question correctly. So she says, you are the right person. And then she disappears. So she doesn't protect Nathan or help him to get the crystal or she doesn't protect him from William. It was just how she had to make sure the crystal got to the right person. But well, I think it's, I think it's the opposite. I think it's, she had to make sure that the wrong person didn't get the crystal. As opposed, well, okay. right. The crystal was going to be destroyed. Unless if, it got into the hands of the proper person. So she kind of protects the crystal, but she doesn't, I'm not saying this too well. She made sure what you just said, Amy, that, you know, the wrong person did not get it, but then she disappears and she's not there to protect Nathan in his mission. Or have we no, seen her, the last her, of her? her I, I think we've seen the last of her. Her job yeah. was just to ensure that the wrong person doesn't get the crystal. So if, if William who, you know, had made the comment, I didn't think there was anything worth salvaging, uh, had come across it and he gave his answer, it, the crystal would have been destroyed. Right. Right. That's, that's all the purpose is. But because Nathan says the right answer and takes the crystal, it's okay. If William had picked up the crystal, it wouldn't. But I'm pretty sure it would have been a different story, right? So, okay. Yeah. Anyhow, but that was very interesting to see another uh, being of Audrey. Very, I wasn't. I it was a little bit spoiled that we saw the photo, but I wasn't sure what context it all was. So that was very interesting to see. Yeah, and it was even more interesting to see that Nathan is now stuck there because if we flip back to our haven yes. uh, the brat that is Haley oh everybody is so hating her right now <laughs> the brat that is Haley uh was like no you're not if Nathan comes back what am I gonna do I can't no yeah, uh-uh, I'm just a no. nobody and I, I want to go rob banks and go live in the Bahamas <laughs> and have drinks with umbrellas and <laughs> which I, I guess in her uh childlike mind she forgot the fact that she can't get out that <laughs> she's stuck in haven which do- well, doesn't her trouble she let do? her go through the shroud? Yeah, but she... No, no, not through the shroud. Well, Duke brought her back with him. Right. Duke was holding her hand to bring okay, her so- into Haven. Okay, so that was purely Duke's ability? That wasn't anything to do with her ability? Right. Her okay. ability... And remember, she dropped the... Um, she the dropped ring. the ring. Yeah. So all she can do is phase. Um, Hello, Haley. Where are you going to go? The joke's on you, Haley. Right. Pretty much. So in her young mind, she uh, made a rash decision. Right. And is probably going to regret that because where is she going to go? 
And Duke had mentioned to Audrey that she does make rash decisions. She doesn't think logically. She doesn't know how to control her power, use it properly. Which I thought the whole thing of Hallie and and Boyd in this issue, too, bringing up um, useful troubles, using a trouble as a tool or a power. Um, And that's kind of always been a dilemma in Haven. You know, um, they used the trouble to bring Charlotte back when, you know, Duke was able to split Audrey from Mara. Um, They used the trouble last week to go into 1983 they used the trouble to bring back charlotte right and it's an uh, interesting way that they've they've done that and right um, and they tried to use boyd's power for good if you will to save dave um so hallie does remind us of the is it a trouble is it a power is it a tool well uh, and this season in particular we've heard a lot of the fact that you know it's not a power it's why it's called it's a, a trouble not a right power. exactly and then we have you know lisa um, who Duke troubled at the gray goal and everything she touches shattered. So we have her to, to remind us again how um, the troubles are a curse and the dire nature of them for the vast majority of everybody, right? Right. And and the thing I wanted to talk about in particular, you know, in the beginning, can we go back to season one? Okay. It was Audrey and Duke. Mm-hmm. They were the friends. They were closer than Nathan and Duke are right now. I mean, closer yeah. than, you know, than Nathan and Duke were at that time. Audrey was kind of the peacemaker between Nathan and Duke. Right. And she's the one that saw the best in Duke. She was the one that supported Duke. She defended Duke. All these things, right? Right. Fast forward to season five, episode 21. And now we have Nathan and Duke hugging it out. Nathan believing in Duke. Nathan defending Duke. Duke coming back. Audrey being pissed off at Duke. Oh, Audrey was not happy to see him one bit. Not one bit. Um, I think deep down she was happy because his presence was required and she knows that, but on, you know, she's not going to tell him that right away. She was, she felt he abandoned them. Well, okay. I think Audrey was happy. He's back deep down underneath. And it took us, took her a while to come to that. But I mean, I totally see why she was upset with him. I'm not going to agree. I I mean, I get why she's upset, but I'm also with Nathan. He had to go because he needed to do something. He needed to, he, th- he said it, he thought he was going to make it worse. Everything, yes. new, na- everything Duke had done up to that mm-hmm. point had made things worse out of his control. However, when that, you're the one doing it, it's hard to believe that. Right. And Duke didn't have the faith in himself at the time he left Haven that Audrey still had in him. And I, that Audrey I, still has in him. If you remember as she's talking to Lisa. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, her one line is, he's not a monster. Right. And Duke did come back to help them and to save Haven and to save them all. And he's how Audrey and Duke are tied to Haven. They do have that commonality. Um, Yeah. Despite her, her, uh, what was it? Her, I forget the word, denial of it. You know, they are, they are tied. Yes. And, you know, Audrey says, Duke, you don't care about people. I care. But then she kind of comes around and realizes how things are. And then she says, yes, Duke, you do care when she's trying to talk Lisa down. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I really think it's a testament to their relationship that they can have such a big blowout fight like they have mm-hmm. and, you know, make up for it. And Nathan and Duke are the same way. I just love the fact that Nathan and Duke are really close right now and they're really getting along and it's wonderful to see. Uh-huh. And Audrey and Duke are the same way. I think for Audrey, though, the difficulty is the fact that, you know, she got to remember when Audrey came back, it wasn't very long afterwards that all this stuff happened with Duke and Mara. Yeah, that's true. You know, she wasn't really coming to see Duke because of the Mara thing. And she wasn't 
going to him and then they had Nathan disappearing and then they had people dying and, you know, one after another, things were happening. Mm -hmm. You know, the next thing she knew, Duke was at the hospital dropping down on the floor, you know, and they had to take her to the hospital. So they haven't had a lot of interactions lately. So I'm really glad to see this extended scene of Duke and Audrey confronting each other and talking this out. Right. And I feel um, they aired it. They aired their feelings out, so to speak. Uh, Duke definitely feels responsible. He showed some contrition. Um, You know, he's he's not a happy dude right now. Um, He feels terrible about everything that's going on. And um, Audrey realizes it's not his fault. And well, Audrey never really thought that it was his fault, but she did blame him for abandoning them and leaving. But now she's glad he's back. She knows he came back with the proper intentions and I think uh, she's ready to work with him. We know in the next episode she has to work with him to help uh, get uh, Nathan out of the void. Here's but- my thing. One last thing before we wrap up, guys. You know, Duke told Nathan, hey, I saw a future haven that uh-huh. is doomsday-like because Nathan is lost in the void. Right? Right. So the only person that knows this, Duke and Nathan. Who doesn't know? Audrey. Who would have stopped him if she knew? Audrey. But, a but, lot but, of, but, but Audrey knows that Nathan wrote Duke the letter, so don't you think Audrey knows the contents of the letter? Yeah, but the contents of the letter doesn't talk about the fact that Duke saw an alternative haven in That's the future okay, with Nathan gone, and mm-hmm. it was Doomsday. She would never have let him go if she had known that. Okay. I'm, I gotcha. I'm, I gotcha. The point That's is, the point. theme of, the there's a theme through Haven, guys, and, and you know, tweet me if you think I'm right. That only three-fourths of the characters ever know a secret at one time. And if that fourth, if that one-fourth of the characters knew, a lot of headache would be saved. Things could, definitely. Well, like we've said on this podcast, secrets and Haven go hand in hand. Um, But Amy, I did want to say one last thing on Duke, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Um, Okay. So Duke would have been able to, in my understanding of the show, he did not need to leave Haven uh, to encounter Haley to bring her back. He could have stayed in Haven the whole time. They would have still known they needed a Colton. Duke had Haley's dad's phone number in his phone. Duke in Haven, had he not left, even with the shroud up, um, you know, had the phone number to reach the Colton. He could have left the shroud and called Haley's father. Um, you know, I, Duke, I had seen some understanding that Duke was only... It's good Duke left because now he could bring Haley back. Well, Duke could have brought Haley to Haven even if he stayed in Haven. No. Okay. You got to be careful when you go down that kind of a rabbit hole. Because the fact is, if Duke had stayed, a lot of things would have changed. Duke would have been around to help with the darkness trouble. Well, I'm not going that. Well, no, but even from from the logic that you're putting, if Duke had never Mm -hmm. left, then he could have still found a Colton. Well, if Duke had never left, he could have helped fight Croatoan. The timeline may have moved up. More bad things could have happened because Duke is turning black eyes on they on people. You mm-hmm. know, so we don't know. It, I think it's still. I do still think it's a good thing he left and he needed it, even though it brought him right back. Well, I'm still gonna s- just stand by the logic that he didn't have to leave Haley, Haven and be on the other side of the shroud to get a Colton. Um, or, or to, um, to encounter Haley. Like I said, he could, he could have called Haley's dad under the shroud as easily as he called Haley's dad from the auto shop in Halifax. I well, guess that's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's debatable because we could go into a lot of what ifs here and, and go down. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the, 
Okay, it didn't we're, happen. We're gonna just interpret it differently. Yeah, we'll, we'll let's just go with that. <laughs> but I did love how um, Nathan, you know, because he knows Audrey so well, and vice versa. How you know Nathan did say to Duke, Audrey will come around, and you know she'll be on your side. In essence, is what he was saying. And it was nice to see that Audrey and Duke in this episode kind of had that little healing moment, and they're back together, so to speak, on the same page. Um, they understand each other. Um, they both are there to save Haven. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens next episode. Yep. And Brian has tweeted, guys, that next week's is the, you know, conclusion of this two-parter of right. sorts. And then it's a full sprint to the end of the season, four episodes. So start paying attention to the things that are happening and get your friends to tune in. Right. Next week is uh, Haven I airs on Thanksgiving night. Yes, next week is episode 522. It's called A Matter of Time, written by Brian Milliken. And Brian's always accessible on Twitter. Thank you, Brian. We all appreciate that so much. And for those of us here in the U.S., it does air on Thanksgiving Thursday at 10 o'clock on Sci-Fi. So same time, same place. If uh, Get your whole family to watch. Why not? <laughs> you guys can marathon Haven during the day. Pick the best episodes. It's on Netflix. And then at 10 o'clock, tune in. And, you know, I should be around. I'm going to get my family to give me the TV and watch with me if they will. So you'll you'll watch it while you're uh, during your turkey hangover, so to speak? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever family event I'll be at, I will commandeer the TV. Awesome. You know, so if anyone else is commandeering the t TV, live tweet with us. We'll be there. Um, I, Amy, are you going to be able to... I, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to watch the East Coast time frame on Thanksgiving. I might only be on Twitter at 10 p.m. Western time, but I will definitely, I will be there. All right, guys. So till next time, we will talk and see you guys later. This is Revisiting Haven.